Hello, and we're back for another podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about food. We're going to be digging into a little bit more of the science behind what you eat so that you can get the most out of your food and also understand a little bit more about what goes into your food. Today, we're going to be talking about calories, something called TEF, how you actually burn calories when you're eating, so you can burn calories sitting still, how you can use this to your advantage, and how different calories make different things. And what I mean by that is not all calories are created equal. So I'm going to explain exactly what I mean by that, because I know that's a bit of a confusing statement to start the episode off with. Um, But before we get into today's episode, or before we get into that, we need to explain a couple of things. So some of the calories in the food that you eat are used to digest, absorb, metabolize, and store the remaining food. And some of it, some of that food is burnt off as heat. This is what we call TEF, thermic effect of food, TEF. So for the rest of today's episode, I'm going to be referencing TEF. And that is what I'm on about. TEF is the calories that you burn to digest food, to absorb the nutrients, to metabolize it, and to store the remaining food or energy in your body as body fat or as as glycogen or adipose tissue, which is a sciencey name for body fat. Um, so TEF represents about 10% of the calories that you burn every single day. So the total amount of calories you burn every single day, let's say, for example, that's 2,000 calories, 10% of that, so 200 calories of that, is going to come from you just simply digesting food. So this is going to vary depending on a couple of things, and we're going to talk today about what those things are so that you are then armed with the knowledge and the power to go and increase your TEF because TEF is a really simple way of you burning more calories every single day. Whether you're trying to lose weight or gain weight or maintain weight, we want to eat as much food as possible because we love food. At least I do anyway. I am always, whether I'm trying to lose weight, gain weight or maintain weight i am always looking to try and eat as much food as possible every single day so if you can increase the amount of calories that you're burning every single day then you're going to be able to eat more food and lose weight or eat more food and still maintain weight or eat more food and and gain weight so this is going to be really useful for you because you're going to be able to create a calorie deficit much easier. Yes, we create a calorie deficit by increasing our calories, usually by exercising, by moving more, by becoming more active. But this is a really simple way by simply eating food and changing the types of food that you eat and paying a little bit more attention to the types of food that you eat, you're going to be able to increase the amount of calories that you burn every day. 
this is going to help you create a bigger calorie deficit. Or it's going to help you create a bigger energy output. And so if you are trying to maintain weight or lose weight, there's a bigger buffer that you've got to play with. So what do we need to know? So what are the things that affect TEF? Well, different macronutrients create a different thermic effect. So before we get into each of those, we'll go through the three macronutrients. There's actually four, but we're not going to be talking about the fourth today. So the three we're going to talk about today are fats, carbohydrates, and proteins. The fourth one, if you don't know, is alcohol. That counts as a macronutrient. Um, and what we need to know before we get into the thermic effect of each of these foods is how many calories per gram there are in each of these macronutrients. So for every gram of fat, there are nine calories. And calories is just a unit of measure. It's just a, a, a unit we use to measure the amount of energy stored within a gram of fat or a gram of carbs or a gram of protein. So there are nine calories for every gram of fat. There are 3.75, but today we're going to just go with four to keep the numbers nice and simple for you. There are four calories per gram of carbohydrates. And there are also four calories per gram of protein. So carbohydrates and protein have roughly the same calories per gram. And carbohydrate and fat, sorry, have almost double. They have not almost double, they have more than double the amount of calories per gram than carbohydrates and fats. Hence why low fat diets become a big thing. Um, but also why we try to reduce our fat intake and keep it a little bit lower because that is the foods that contain the most amount of calories. But that's not what we're talking about today. What we're talking about today is the TEF of each of these foods, so the thermic effect of each of these foods. So you eat 100 grams of fat because you absolutely love foods that consist of fat, like cheese, like me. So you consume 100 grams of fat, and that's not 100 grams of cheese. And this is an important point to note before we go any further in, in this episode today. That when I say 100 grams of fat, I'm not talking about 100 grams of cheese. I'm talking about 100 grams of fat. So if you look at the, the, the panel, the macros on any food, it's never a single source, or very rarely is it a single source where it is just fat or just carbs or just protein. So if I eat cheese and I eat 100 grams of fat from cheese, there are going to be some small carbohydrates in there there's going to be a fair amount of protein in there but we're talking specifically right now about the grams of fat within that cheese not all of the macronutrients in that cheese but we'll come back to that later on in a little second so we consume 100 grams of fat the tef thermic effect of food of fat is about or foods containing fat or fat is naught to three percent so if you eat a hundred calories of sorry so if you eat a hundred grams of cheese or fat sorry let's go with fat so eat a hundred calories of fat 
That is 900 calories. Yeah. And naught to 3% of those calories. So we times that by 0.03. That's 27 of those calories. So 27 of those 900 calories you've ate from fat. I hope you're with me. Sticking with me on this one is going to be burnt off. So for every 900 calories of fat you've consumed, you burn off 0 to 27 calories of energy just digesting it. So if we're trying to increase our TEF, fat's probably not going to be the one to do it. Next, we move on to carbohydrates. Remember, 4 calories per gram. The TEF, or the thermic effect of carbohydrates, is 5 to 10%. So, if we consume, again, 100 grams of carbohydrates, and just solely carbohydrates this time, so you could just spoon full of sugar into your mouth. So, we're going to eat 100, uh, 100 grams worth of carbohydrates, and that's going to equal 400 calories. And then, we're going to go times that by 0.1. That's going to give us 40. So 10%, 5 to 10% of the calories you consume from carbohydrates is what the TEF equals for carbs. So again, not massive, but a little bit higher than fat. So fat's 0.3% and carbohydrates is 5 to 10%. So for every 400 calories, you're going to consume, you're going to use up, sorry, 40 calories, 20 to 40 calories of that is going to be used to, to digest and store and utilize that. So it's a little bit more. And then finally, protein. Protein provides four grams, four calories per gram, as we've already said, and it has a TEF of 20 to 30%. So the thermic effect of protein is 20 to 30%. So 20 to 30% of the calories in the protein that you eat are used to digest that protein. So what does that look like? Well, if, let's use me for example, I need to eat about 200 calorie, uh, 200 grams of protein a day. We times that by four because there's four calories per gram of protein. That gives me 800 calories. So 800 of my calories every single day come from protein. And 20 to 30% of those calories are used to digest that protein. That means that out of the 800 calories that I've consumed, 240 calories of that is burnt off as energy just to digest that protein. So as you can see, Protein is a powerful tool, not only for all of its other benefits of muscle building and repair and helping you get stronger, but you're actually burning more calories every single day by consuming a higher protein diet. So if your goal is fat loss, if you want to be able to maintain weight easier, consuming a high amount of protein, consuming, ensuring like pushing yourself to hit that protein intake every single day is going to have a few a huge impact. I'm burning 240 calories extra every single day just by eating food. 240 calories, that could be like an hour's workout, an hour's worth of walking, 
probably equates to about 240 calories. What would you rather do? Eat some chicken, eat a protein shake, eat some yogurts, eat 200 grams worth of protein and burn 240 calories. Or would you rather walk in the rain for an hour to burn 240 calories? Because I know which one I'd rather do. If you do both of the things, you go for a walk, you put your raincoat on, you put your umbrella up, and you hit your protein goal for the day, that's nearly 500 calories you've created, you've burnt off that day from those two things. Protein is a massive, massive tool in being able to help you create a bigger calorie deficit in you being able to create more energy expenditure. It's going to help you lose weight better. It's going to help you lose weight quicker. It's going to help you keep the weight off in the long run. So that's the thermic effect of fats, carbohydrates, and protein. Now, now we, we, you're armed with that information. What else can we use to affect the thermic effect of food? That was a nice sentence to say. Um, there are a couple of other things that impact it. Supplements won't really impact your TEF. Whey protein will because it is protein. So protein is going to have a thermic effect. We spoke about it, 20 to 30%. So supplementing with whey protein is going to have the same effect. So if you're struggling to hit your protein intake, supplementing with whey protein or casein protein or whey isolate to help you hit that protein goal is still going to have the same effects we've just spoke about, about helping you burn more calories. The amount of meals you eat isn't really going to affect your TEF. At least the research that exists right now says that it doesn't really affect it. However, when you eat your meal timing, there is a growing body of research indicating that thermic effect of food may be lower for meals consumed later on in the evening or at night compared to those consumed in the morning or afternoon. So what's this saying? This is saying that if you consume more of your meals in the morning and afternoon than you do in the evening time, you're probably going to burn more calories through thermic effective food. If your meals are later on in the day, later in the evening, in the afternoon, then the thermic effective food from your food is going to be a little bit lower. And the difference from the one study that I've got up here to read off to give you some numbers is that the values for TEF were higher after the morning meal. So the, the, there was 20 healthy volunteers and they consumed a standardized meal of eight, uh, sorry, at 8 a.m. and a, or at 8 p.m. And their metabolic response was measured, so how they responded to the food. Eight hours before having the meal, the, the participants consumed a slightly smaller standardized meal and were asked to spend the following six hours in bed. The values for TEF were higher after the morning meal at 328 calories from thermic effective food compared to the evening meal of 237 calories from thermic effective food. So there's a 100 calorie difference from eating in the morning to eating in the evening. Not massive, you might say, because what's 100 calories? That's a, 
uh, a mini twister. Um, yes, I, I, I know the 100 calorie snacks. If you want to go and check out our 100 calorie snack guide, let me know and I'll send you that over after this podcast. Um, but there's a 100 calorie difference. That can add up. So if you eat most of your meals before the afternoon time, then you're going to burn more calories through TEF if the majority of your meals are going to be afternoon and later, then you're going to burn less calories. So you can use this to plan out when you eat to help you burn more calories. Obviously, meal composition plays a big role. Meals that are higher in protein produce a higher TEF compared to those that are lower in protein because we know the thermic effect of protein is so much higher than fats and carbohydrates. But meals high in carbs, meal high in fats, the difference just isn't that big for that to matter. And you'll know from working with me and Rach that we aren't massively, massively concerned about the composition of your meals when it comes down to the amount of carbohydrates or the amount of fat you eat because it really just doesn't matter that much. However, high-protein meals consuming a relatively high amount of protein every single day is going to help you in so many different ways. But in t- today, we're talking about how beneficial it is in helping you take control and stay in control of your weight. Your body weight actually affects thermic effect of food or how many calories you've been through TEF. Um, and again, there is some research to suggest that the TEF response might actually be a little bit blunted in people with obesity or insulin resistance. Um, and so, again, the more weight you lose, the more in control of your weight that you are and the, the, the better you stay in a healthy weight range, the more able you're going to be to have a a good high level of, of TEF and, and, again, going to be able to help yourself stay in control of your weight. Exercise. Of course, exercise is going to help because we love exercise here. So, in one study, it showed that physical activity, regardless of age or body composition, can increase thermic effect of food. The study compared active and sedentary men in a younger and older population. It doesn't specify the ages right here, but a younger and older population. The thermic effect was higher in the active younger group and the active older group compared with the respective sedentary age groups. So in the active younger group, they burned 323 calories. And in the sedentary younger group, they burned 292. So a small difference of 30-ish calories and, again, about a 30-ish difference in the active older group and the sedentary older group. But an extra 30 calories, it adds up on top of eating higher protein. That adds up on top of staying in control of your weight. That adds up on top of timing your meals better that adds up you add all of those things together exercising meal composition meal timing 
consuming a high protein diet, you're arming yourself with the ability to burn more calories without actually having to physically do anything else extra on top of everything that you are doing. Then add exercise on top of it. Then add your daily steps on top of that. Then add on getting good quality sleep so that your body's function properly and you feel like you're high energy. You're equipped to be much more in control of your weight in the long run, long-term, lifelong, lasting control over your weight. So eat more protein is, I think, the the main takeaway from today's episode. But if you've got questions on this, if this has raised more questions and answers, reach out, ask me questions, ask me as much as you need. If you want to know more about this, let me know. But I hope that was helpful for you. I hope that gave you a bit of a deeper understanding as to what's actually going on with the type of food that you eat and also arms you with some useful tools to be able to burn more calories without actually having to do a lot more work. Thank you so much for listening. Have a fantastic rest of your day. Rest of your day. Have a fantastic rest of your week. I will see you on the next episode.